0: heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker
1: vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab. We're on. What are you really gambling with? Stay informed about the state of racing with RSN's Racing Pulse. Great to have your company on Racing Pulse today. It's also great to have the company of Tony McAvoy who has two runners on Caulfield Cup Day. Uh, Two Promising three-year-olds, and speaking of promising three-year-olds, what about the performance of V8 in the Caulfield Guineas on Saturday? Uh, morning, Tony. <coughs> Good morning, Michael. How are you? Very well indeed. Uh, how did V8 pull up out of his great Guineas run?
0: Yeah, he pulled up really well, uh, Michael. Very pleased with him, and he, he uh, ran ran a fabulous race for us, as you, as you said, and uh, he's bounced out of it really well, so we're very happy with him.
1: And the plan is to freshen him up for the, the Coolmore?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's what we'll do. Like, he's had one run at Flemington and one Sires impressively. Um, and there's an old saying it used to be, Michael, that you needed a 1,400-metre horse to win down the straight, mm. uh, and that's what he is. And uh, uh, we'll take him there and give him a little trial, probably in a set of blinkers. And we've got uh, Jamie Carr to ride him, and uh, so I'm looking forward to the Cool
1: It'd be a good training performance by yourself and Calvin if you can do that, and it'd be a big payday at the end of the day because uh, placed in the Caulfield Guineas and winning the Cormore would certainly solidify his career as a future stallion.
0: Yeah, really would, really would. You know, he's got a lovely pedigree. He's a he's a, a beautiful type of horse and with a good temperament, so he he ticks a lot of boxes going that way. And uh, and like you say, the his performance race day. Is he showed the other day? He's an elite level horse, and he's uh, still very lightly raced. So there's so much to look forward to.
1: Ultimately, what do you think his best distance will be? Look, I, I thought
0: I thought he just struggled at the mile the other day. Uh, to be honest with you, but but I, I think he will get a mile in the autumn. And uh, but at the moment, I'd say 1,400. 12, 1,400 is uh, his comfort zone at the moment.
1: You've got a couple uh, of fillies that we'll see on Saturday. Lightly race promising. Coco Sun. um, She was a good run in the Edward Manifold, the way she hit the line. She steps up to the 2,000 in the ethereal. Uh, Is that what she's looking for, do you think?
0: Yeah, she's a real sailing filly, this one. Uh, We've put her on the Oaks path. And, Michael, I've got to say, her two runs back, the Maloney was a fabulous run Mm. too. She missed the start by two lengths, got back. Uh, leader winner of that race, uh, Backmark has had no chance. She ran very well, and and the Edward Manifold she was caught wide, no cover, um and stayed on strong to the line and was crying out for two thousand metres, which she gets on Saturday. So, I'm very happy with her, and uh, I think you'll see uh, the best of her on Saturday, and then she'll go to the Wakeful
1: and then the Oaks. Is she a horse that you think? Um, obviously, she's lightly raced, but she's got the constitution to get to you know, an in, oaks. In this, I suppose, campaign for a lot of these three-year-old fillies, it's about who handles it best, as well as being able to st- uh, stay.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she really has got a very good constitution. She's very uh, very deep and strong, and, uh, extremely good doer, and uh, loves the work. Really loves her work. So. Uh, I've got no problems about training her on strong for nights.
1: Gio thought the return run of Bossy Nick was, was great at the Valley, over 1,200 metres, and she was unwanted in the bedding. So is that an indication that uh, there was a lot of improvement to come out of that first up run?
0: Yes, there was, Michael. Like She's um, she's a very gross filly, this one. She's a big, deep girl and uh, carries condition. Uh, it's difficult to get a cherry right first up, and... So we went into the race as close as we thought we could get her and she was going to win at the 250 uh, but then she just levelled the last bit and the condition gave out. So she's, uh, she's been trained on really strongly and well and um, I think she'll love 1400 and she's, uh, she's in great order.
1: Does she have to go back from gate 10 at the 1400? Look, uh,
0: the, the, the tempo related. Um, uh, we won't be dragging her back. Uh, and I'd love to see her sit a little bit closer. But, um, look, look, Harry will just ride her where she's mm. comfortable. Uh, he's, he's just got to come out on her neck and get her in a nice rhythm. If she was three wide with cover, not too far off him, I'd be very pleased with that.
1: Is she ready to win now, second up? Yes. I like it. And then on to, obviously, the ultimate aim, the, the Thousand Guineas at the end of the carnival. Now, will she have another run in between or is it straight into the guineas after this?
0: No, uh, she'll run in the Coolmore. Um, oh, she's going to the
1: Coolmore. Okay,
0: she'll go to the Coolmore uh, and run in that, and then go to the Guineas. Um, she's had one run down the straight, and she was pretty explosive that day in the Thoroughbred Breeders. She uh, won by three lengths, and and fantastic uh, in that race. So, so um, uh, she'll need another run because of how gross she is. Uh, she'll run in the Coolmore, and then go to the um, Thousand Guineas.
1: Uh, these are um I suppose new types of training campaigns that we're seeing, so is this the new age type of way, and you need the horses to do it because uh, going from fourteen to twelve out to sixteen hundred if you can pull that off with her just like what you're trying to do with v eight there'll be they're big training performances
0: yeah look look um I, I, you know coming back is not a big hurdle for me uh, um Michael, I don't think because you've got the residual fitness and, and all you have to do is have the horse in the mental frame of mind. And, uh, and these days in these big contests, and they're all big contests at this time of the year, fitness is key. Mm. And uh, um, I think to have that extra fitness under your belt uh, and uh, if you've got the horse with temperament that you can freshen up, I think it's an advantage.
1: Got an SMS from a listener here saying, well done, Tony, for not protesting on Saturday. So many trainers and jockeys protest when they know there's no chance. It's a waste of everyone's time. Uh, take us into what that immediate aftermath was like on Saturday. Straight away, did you go, look, there's interference here, but uh, there's no chance? Or did you consider it at any stage? No, well, look, uh,
0: uh, on first looks, uh, uh, I thought, well, you know, maybe there's something in that. Uh, when I looked at it again, before the horses got back to the paddock, I thought we'd had our chance to pick that horse up. And But I knew there was a pressure on me that every punter in Australia, sitting in the pubs or clubs or wherever they are, would be wanting me to protest. Uh, and I said that to Damien Lane when I came back in. I said, there's, there's, you know... Um, there's a pressure on us to protest here. And he said, well, you know, there's nothing in it. He mm. said, you do what you want to do, but there's nothing in it. We went in and had a look at the fields and we looked at the, the back angle, the front angle, the top angle. The angles they give you these days are incredible in the stewards room. And, and it was a unanimous, like clearly there was not enough in it to mm. change the uh, decision because of the margin.
1: Oh, I think everyone concurs. So it was a right decision, mate. I know you don't have a runner in the cup. Do you take any notice of the big races on Saturday? Have you have you had a look at the potential um, winner of the Caulfield Cup on Saturday? Uh,
0: look, look, I've looked. Yes, um, I, it's very hard for me. I don't go into depth with them because I haven't got a runner with the Europeans and the Japanese, and it's very hard for me to line up. But. Um, I think it's pretty positive that they've accepted with Gold Trip mm. that to uh, say that he's pulled up fine and seems good and, and why why can't he win the race? Uh,
1: the way he won the turbo, uh, why can't yeah. he's exactly right. What about Unusual yeah. Pearl? Can she win at Chuka today? Yeah, she's just got to bring a trial. Uh, if she brings that trial, she was
0: really fantastic at Tarang, and she's been going really well, this filly and uh, this mare. Uh, drawn a touch sticky but there looks to be good pace so she'll get back and need a little bit of luck but she's going very very well and yes she can win
1: one last one an sms from a listener is sunset dreaming going to the thousand guineas
0: she's going to the william crockett um and i think more probably william crockett twilight glow for that girl um she's also she's a magic millions filly and there's a There's a race for her up there worth $3 million in Queensland as well.
1: Tony, uh, good luck on the weekend and today. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for talking to us. Tony McAvoy, always very good with his time.